Well, good afternoon and welcome to Your DIY Health here on the People's Patriot Network. I'm your host, Sergeant Jim Ram, retired. You can call me Sarge. It's Wednesday, July 10th, 2019. And this program is meant to present nutritional information only and is in no way meant to replace the advice of a competent medical professional, assuming you can find one. I'm not a doctor, and that's a good thing. In my opinion, the doctors most people go to see when they have a health issue, MDs, are wrapped around the axle of their training. Unfortunately, their training is in drugs and surgery, and it doesn't equip them to treat the over 900 chronic health issues that are proven to be a result of a nutritional deficiency. I'm simply someone who's been studying under the tutelage of one of, if not the top nutritional authorities in the world, Dr. Joel Wallach. I don't treat diseases. I don't even treat people. I simply advise people how to give their bodies the raw materials they need to support and maintain good health. And when the body has what it needs, it'll fix itself. The body wants to fix itself. The body knows how to fix itself. It has a God-given innate ability to do so. The only thing it's missing is the raw materials. And when you put those back into the mix, stand back and wait to be amazed because your body's going to do some really cool stuff. Now you can visit my website at yourdiyhealth.com. That's Y-O-U-R-D-I-Y, like do-it-yourself, health, H-E-A-L-T-H, yourdiyhealth.com. And that site's just loaded with information. You can order the longevity products that we talk about here on the show directly from the site just by clicking on the images on the homepage. You can check out the uh, fantastic CBD oil from the CTFO company. And you can also check out our newest product, the Stem Enhance Ultra, and the other fine products by the Cerule International Corporation. And I'll tell you what, those products are really something else. I have been using them just a little over two weeks, and I've already had great results so far, and I'm looking forward to some really awesome stuff here in the future, and I'll keep you up to date on that. But that's all there on the homepage. Plus, if you go to the uh, Trinity of Health tab and click on Circulation, you'll see all you need to know about our Pulsed Electromagnetic Therapy Unit, which is just second to none. So good that even NASA has a contract with the company to try and build this technology into the spacesuits that are used for the guys that go up in space. <laughs> so check all that out, and while you're at it, click on the Radio Shows tab. At the top of the page, you'll see our archive page set up on castbox.fm. Just click the link and then bookmark it, and you're good to go. And everything since last October 22nd is on there now, <clears throat> and it's there free of charge. You can down, or you can basically share them via email or social media. Listen to them at your leisure, on uh, your computer, or your smartphone. If you have a self uh, smartphone, get an Android. You can download the Android or iPhone app, install that on your phone, and then you can listen to shows anytime you want, anywhere you want, on your phone in excellent auto, audio quality, all free of charge. It's all there for uh, your entertainment and uh, educational purposes. Uh, keep in mind that the topics discussed and opinions mentioned on this show are those of the host and or guests and don't necessarily represent the opinions of the People's Patriot Network, its owners or sponsors, or any of the alphabet agencies out there listening in. Nothing we say on this show should be construed in as an attempt to diagnose, treat, or cure any health condition. It's all there, like I said, for your education and entertainment purposes. Use this show as a jumping-off point to do your own due diligence and your own research as a responsible adult so that you know that what you're doing, what you're trying, is right for you. That having been said, the number to call into the show is 614-426-8787. 614-426-8787. The call-in lamp is lit. However, um, I am going to, like I said yesterday, going to continue a little bit on the topic that we were talking about um, the first part of the show yesterday, which was uh, midwife birthing at home kind of thing. And uh, it all spurred from an article that I came across on the Vaxter.com website, which is Dr. Sherry Tenpenny's website talking about a Nebraska midwife who was charged criminally. She was charged with murder after a baby that she was attempting to deliver had complications <clears throat> and basically, you know, was taken to a hospital and died after, you know, being on life support for two days and then the life support was pulled. And she's being charged with murder. Now, tell me, if the shoe was on the other foot if a if a woman went to a hospital for a, a birth there and there were complications and the so-called doctors did everything they could 
and the baby was put on life support. And two days later, the parents decided to take him off life support. Do you think those doctors would be charged with murder? I can virtually guarantee that would not be the case. So why is it that this woman is being charged? I can tell you why. It's all about control. You know, for eons, literally, until the last hundred years or so, virtually every baby ever born was born at home with nobody except maybe a midwife or a neighbor or something like that there to assist with the birth. It is a natural process. Animals do it every single day unassisted. You know, 22 years ago, June 22nd, I went to my niece's birthday party and came home and found that I had an extra horse on the property because our mare that was pregnant had waited until everybody was gone, went clear to the back of the property and had the baby all by her lonesome with no problem. And that's way, the way most births take place, except in today's situation where, number one, the MDs have legislated them into a, themselves into a self-policing protected monopoly. And at the same time, they have also engaged in a system that brainwashes everybody to thinking that anytime there's any kind of a medical nature issue at all, you must go to the doctor. You cannot handle anything on your own. You must go to he who knows all, says Dr. Huffenpuff. And nothing could be further from the truth. You know, babies die in hospitals on a regular basis. You know, especially when you look at the cancer situation. You know, lately I've been seeing all kinds of ads for St. Jude's Children's Hospital. And even they've drug out the... Uh, footage from years and years and years ago of Danny Thomas talking about forming St. Jude's in like 1962 or something. And they talk about how, you know, back when the hospital was founded, you know, 85% or more, you know, children that got cancer died. And now it's only, you know, 15% or something like that. What they don't tell you is the number of kids that have cancer today, now that the MDs have been driving the bus of so-called health care, is exponentially higher than the number of kids who got cancer in the 1960s. You know, when I went through, when I was a kid, I knew one person, one child, in all of my, uh, my entire growing up life that had cancer. One child. She was two years ahead of me. She was the same age as my sister. She died of uh, leukemia her sophomore year in high school. And Claudia was an absolutely beautiful young lady. And because she went to the allopathic MD medical community for treatment, she died from something that could have been reversed with nutrition. Of course, back at that point, we didn't know what we know now, thanks to Dr. Wallach and his research. But that same situation, if it was to happen today, that young lady could have an option, if she chose to take it, if she knew about it, to go to a naturopath, or better yet, a longevity distributor, and get on board with Dr. Wallach's protocols, and chances are reverse her condition and be totally healthy, cancer-free, and live a long, wonderful life. Now, just recently, I think it was yesterday or the day before, Ross Perot, who ran in the uh, election, I can't remember who he ran against, was it Bush? Uh, way back when, and uh, he just recently uh, died from a long bout uh, with leukemia, and I think it was like 89 or something like that, and again, a billionaire who could have afforded the absolute best health care, but the trouble is he went to an MD who doesn't know squat about how to reverse a nutritional deficiency disease, which cancer is, and as a result, he got the best health care that he could buy from the wrong people, and it cost him his life, just like it did Steve Jobs and just like it does a lot of people who go to have babies in hospitals. But this is the thing. Nobody looks back in history, and what did we do before the MDs took over everything relating to health? Back in the early 1900s and before, like I said, every single baby just about always born at home 
born with nat, you know, just uh, in a natural method, and either on their own. Sometimes the husband was the only one there to do it. Sometimes a uh, neighbor lady would come over, and maybe if you were lucky and you're in an area big enough, a midwife, and they would do it with no problem. But again, because back then people were much more neutrified, they had a better chance of having a healthy pregnancy and an easy delivery than we do today because we have listened again to the idiot MDs who know nothing about nutrition, who tell you you can eat all the crap you want, it won't hurt a bit, and um, they basically live that example in front of everybody. I mean, they eat crap you know, from fast food places just like everyone else. And they have the same illnesses that everyone else has, and yet we think they're so smart. If they were so smart, why is it they die between 56 and 58 years of age on average? When the average couch potato, who does virtually nothing to sweat or whatever, will live to be 75.5. You know, that's, those, are, those are actual numbers. Now, I'm not just throwing these things around and just not pulling them out of my you-know-where or making them up. These are actual numbers. And that's the thing that we have to look at. And the problem is, is another big part of it is the educational community today where people are not taught to think, they are taught to react and to respond, but not to think critically, not to look back at history. What did we do before the MDs were driving the bus of health care? You know, number one, there was a lot less disease for the most part. And we were, you know, getting rid of all the, the nasty childhood illnesses. If it wasn't for MDs, we probably wouldn't know what measles or chickenpox were anymore because of the fact that we've got clean water, clean sewage systems, and that kind of thing. And it's the MDs that have been pushing all these vaccines that bring the diseases back once they're just about eradicated. So it's just one more thing that we, because we are listening to the wrong people, we're getting the wrong advice, and we're getting the wrong results. But here's a situation where this woman, you know, who, from what I can tell, even though she wasn't licensed, she didn't have any kind of certification, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years worth, people of the same kind, the same situation that this woman was in, would deliver babies on a regular basis. They were trusted by their friends and family and the people that they worked with. They knew, you know, if we're going to have a baby, we want uh, Josephine to come because she's the best midwife in the area. And even if not, if she's just a neighbor, she's birthed more babies, more calves, more pigs, more chickens. No, not chickens. Chickens hatch. They don't get birthed. (laughs) But you know what I mean. They've been involved in these things, and they know what to do. And this woman was probably in the same condition. I mean, she had people that uh, are standing up for her. Uh, This is not something that she just started doing on on a whim. She apparently has been doing it for a while and has had good results. And now you have one situation where there's a complication beyond her control and she's doing her best to remedy it. And somehow the police are called and, you know, the the, uh, paramedics are called. And luckily, you know, they get her, they get her in the ambulance and they, they manage to deliver the baby in the ambulance. But by that time, of course, um, the damage is done. Apparently the umbilical cord was wrapped around the baby's neck and it was deprived of oxygen for up to 10 minutes or something. And as a result, the brain swollen and uh, ultimately is what, at least this is what, and again, this is, we only have what the doctors are saying are the, is the cause of death. You know, for all we know, they may have killed this baby just so they could develop a case against this woman. You know, we don't know that that did not happen. And the way the medical community is, that's entirely possible because they will do everything they can to strengthen their grip around the average American when it comes to health-related issues. And the big thing was uh, the medical staff claims that death is a result of unqualified care and that proper medical care could have saved the baby's life. Maybe, maybe not. It could be, like I said, it was because the baby went to the hospital that it's dead now. You know, I would not put it past these people. Okay, we're going to develop a case against this woman, so kill this baby. There are heartless SOBs in the medical community that would do that all the time. You know, look at look at abortionists. And that's the other thing that really gets me. 
you know, this baby's life could have been saved, and it might be talked about by the same person who does abortions. So on one hand, they're killing babies on a regular basis, but this particular baby could have been saved by proper medical treatment because it's a case where we can use this baby's death to go after someone and then further extend our grip on the average people. And this is all. This is just like in February every year when you hear about the IRS cracking down on people, getting so-called tax evaders and locking them up. You always hear that stuff in the, you know, February, March time to get people in line for, you know, compliance, uh, willfully complying with the tax laws. It's all control. And this is the same kind of thing. If we scare the living bejeebies out of people that are getting ready to have a baby, they'll think twice about using a midwife, and they'll come to us. We're the professionals. We're the qualified people that can do this stuff. They can't cure heartburn, but they're qualified to birth babies. And again, like I said yesterday, this stuff happens um, because it was all about doctors needing to make more money. Back in the 40s when all the women were at home and the men were off fighting World War II, and the women were much more careful in the factories so they weren't injuring themselves like the men did, and all of a sudden the doctors were looking for places, the things they could do to make money because they didn't have a steady flow of injuries coming to them anymore. So what do we do? Let's start up the thing where when you get pregnant, you need to have regular checkups and the baby has to be born in the hospital. And they start pushing this stuff. And pretty soon, you know, the gullible public complies. And before long, it's the way it has to be. Says who? What have we done for the last thousands of years before these wonderful benevolent medical practitioners showed up on the scene. They were all born at home, naturally, because childbirth is a natural thing. It is one of the most natural things to ever been ever happen. Unless you're in the LGBT community where you've got to recruit them all. But for the people who do it God's way, a man and a woman get together, they conceive, and nine months later, on average, they have a baby. And that's been going on for, you know, billions and billions and billions of cycles. You know, look at the number of people on the planet right now. And the vast majority of them are born without any problem, without any complication. But there are more and more complications now because of the lack of nutrition in the average diet of the average person. So you have greater chance of complications. And again, that's where I was getting to yesterday. If you want to avoid all the garbage with the medical community before you even think about getting pregnant or trying to conceive get on the healthy body start pack the 90 essential nutrients appropriate for your body weight along with extra plant derived minerals for six months prior to conception and if you do that you'll find that conception will be much much simpler almost effortless and the pregnancy itself will be smooth as silk and the delivery will be much easier and the baby will be born totally perfectly healthy you can eliminate virtually 100 percent of birth defects and this is dr wallach talking you know from his experience simply by doing what i just said because birth defects are caused by a nutritional deficiency 99.999 percent of the time Every once in a while, something like depleted uranium can be a part of it. But the thing is, is every single case where you've had a birth defect baby like that, the people involved were not doing the medical nutrition like I've been talking about. And it's entirely possible that had they been doing that, even if the person had been exposed to, to the depleted uranium over in the Gulf, they still may have had a healthy baby. It's entirely possible. We don't know that because there's so few people that are doing the nutrition. But what we do know is that everybody who has followed this protocol has had, 100% of the time, a perfectly normal baby with no problems, no complications. At least I've never heard of any. And the folks that I know personally who have been involved in this process are just amazed at the level of development, the um, 
as far as how, how quickly the child starts talking, walking, crawling, how alert they are, um, everything. On all levels of development, they are you know miles ahead of the average kid uh, born the normal way, going to an obstetrician and listening to their advice. It's just absolutely like night and day. So that's the underlying thing that you got to take home. You know, if you want to have a natural birth, great. This is how you can ensure things will go well. If you want to have a birth in the hospital, don't know why you would, but if you do, this will ensure that things will go better there. You know, it's, it's, it's a plus no matter where you do the baby birthing. But the thing is, is if you want to do it naturally, do it naturally. Do it the way God intended where the mother and the father are both neutrified. They're producing healthy, well, the mom has the eggs from the time she's born, but the male is producing healthy sperm, and mom has the stuff she needs to conceive properly and carry a baby full term. And if you do that, you're going to have a great experience no matter where the baby's born. But if you don't do it in a hospital where they've got all the fancy whiz-bang equipment just in case there's a problem, And, you know, a lot of times, if there's going to be a complication, experienced people can determine that that's the case long before you go into labor, in many, many cases. And if you're relying on an obstetrician, an OBGYN, to give you that advice, get second and third opinions. Right now, about one-third of all deliveries in hospitals are done by cesarean section. It could be because of the lack of nutrition that that's necessary. It could also be that due to a lack of funding uh, for this doctor, he needs more money to make his ex-wife's alimony payments or another you know, car payment or a boat payment or a new house in Boca or whatever, and he decides that he can make more money off a C-section than a natural delivery. You cannot put that out of your mind. You can't put it past these people because it's been proven that doctors have been doing that stuff. Look at all the doctors that are busted for uh, telling people they have cancer and treating them when they never had cancer in the first place just to make money. You know, all the people that are scamming Medicare and all the other stuff that goes on. There are a lot of crooks in the medical community, just like everywhere else, unfortunately. But the thing is, is you've got to be a thinking, rationally thinking person. And you have to decide what's right for you. And you have to make sure that you understand what your rights are. All this stuff, you know, we talked yesterday also about, okay, this woman in Nebraska may or may not have been complicit, compliant with the Nebraska state regulations. Since when does the state get to regulate everything that you do? Again, we are this country was formed as a free open society where we have the right to do what we want as long as we're not hurting somebody else and there are plenty of ways to deal with people who hurt someone in the course of their business or alleged business or whatever the case might be but this pre-requirement of having to have state certification who's going to do the certifying Again, it's the people that have legislated themselves into the self-policing protected monopoly. And recently we went through this stuff in Ohio where the state medical board is the one who's determining what um, medical marijuana can be used for and what it can't. You know, and this is a naturally occurring herb or plant, and it's a nutritional thing. And physicians, MDs, have no nutritional training. Why is it that they get to choose which things it can be used for and which things it can't? And, of course, the things that it can't be used for are all the things that Big Pharma has lots and lots of big expensive drugs for. Imagine that. Just coincidentally. So, yeah, I'm I'm a little bit on a rant here, but I'm, I'm really sick and tired of the government sticking their nose in And unfortunately, a lot of times it's because there were shysters out there who took advantage of people. So then, of course, somebody says, there's got to be a law. Well, guess what? Those things never work. Regardless, you can pass all the laws in the world and stuff will still happen. 
you've got laws on the books now, and MDs themselves are bypassing them and doing criminal actions that those laws were designed to prevent and didn't. These are people who have gone through the state certification. They've passed all the boards and everything else, and yet they're still killing people. And in the case of, you know, babies dying in the hospital, there's doctors who are killing babies or, you know, being involved in the same situation as midwife in Nebraska was. And the only difference is because they've got a state certification, they don't get charged criminally. Babies just as dead, but they get a pass. Think about that. And here's someone who basically has done studies. I'm sure she's got experience. She has people that are standing up and, and backing her who she's delivered their babies. So she's got experience. She apparently had an idea what she was doing. And again, this is a natural process where whether there's someone there or not, you know, the mom could have decided, I just want to have my baby at home without a midwife. And the same thing could have happened. Then are they going to charge the mother with murder because she didn't go to a hospital? That's what they're trying to say. They're saying that some parents are, are basically told where they can have their babies and where they can't. Again, this is something as, as natural, I hate to say it, as going to the bathroom. You know, women do it all the time. You know, not as much as they go to the bathroom, but it's the same. It's a bodily function of sorts and if they can regulate where you can have your baby when are they going to start regulating where you can have the other bodily functions Hmm? don't say they won't or they can't they just haven't gotten that far yet you know 100 years ago if someone was to say the, the state is going to tell me I'm not allowed to have my baby at home, I have to go to this hospital or I have to do it this way or it, you know, it has to be delivered by somebody with this certification, they have said, they'd have thumbed their nose at you, flipped you the middle finger and said, go pound sand. This is America. We're free here. I can do what I want. It's my responsibility. And if I do something stupid and my baby dies, it's on me. You know, babies die. People die. Everybody dies eventually. That may sound cold, but the fact is, and I've said this over and over and over again, no one is unexpendable when it comes to liberty. And if some babies have to die so that people can still maintain their rights to have natural childbirth at home or wherever they choose, so be it. Because there's a good chance that even if they went to the hospital, those same babies would die anyway. And for, especially if you have a state that passes a law that says you can have abortion right up to and including actual birth date, where if the, if the baby survives the abortion, they just let it lay on a stainless steel table until it dies. If you're in a state like that and they try and come after you because you had your baby at home with a midwife and the baby died, that is the height of hypocrisy, at the very least. But uh, I'd be curious if somebody wants to call in and, and chime in on that. Um, 614 uh, 8786 wait a minute, 426-8787. <laughs> Sorry about that. 614 If you have an opinion on that, if you think I'm crazy, if you think babies need to be born in hospitals, um, Midwives versus doctors in U.S. maternity mortality crisis. Again, um, right now, the United States is 41 or 42 in the world in infant mortality, which means either 40 or 41 countries, including Estonia and Cuba, are ahead of the United States. I know those two because I just happened to look them up. But uh, that's pretty sad. When you've got the country that has the most expensive so-called, and I'm using air quotes here, healthcare system in the world, you would think we should be number one in everything, including longevity, but we're not. We're down on the list. We're like 17 or 18 in longevity. There are a number of countries that people live longer than we do per capita. Why is that? Because the people that are running the operation driving the school bus or the bus of healthcare don't know what they're talking about 
but we follow them every step of the way. You know, some of us do. I don't. You know, I, I just got off the phone. I just found out that uh, my pension board stopped co- providing health coverage uh, at the end of last year. And I went to the dentist earlier back in June and got notice that my $140 dentist bill wasn't being covered because I don't have any coverage and didn't know it. <laughs> so I was on the phone today with somebody about trying to figure out what was going on. And they said, are you pre-Medicare? And I said, well, I don't know. I guess you could say I always am because I don't even when I get to be of age, I will never use Medicare. And I go, what? <laughs> they couldn't figure that out. I said, I don't want nothing to do with the U.S. government and their crap. Uh, they're going to force me to use drugs and surgery, and I'm not going to do that. So, you know, it's, it's just one of those things. But you have to figure out what you, as a, as a responsible adult who has God-given inalienable rights and love, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness or property. And guess what? Liberty entitles you. You know, part of liberty is making the choices for your own health. Let's see, we got somebody calling in here. Brand new number I've never seen. Oh, Doug. Hey, Doug, how you doing? Doug? Hello? Oh, Doug. Can't wait too much longer. You got to start talking or I'm going to have to keep on. (laughs) Doug? All right, you can call back. (laughs) I don't know if that was a butt dial or what, but <clears throat> anyway, hopefully he'll call back in and be ready to talk. But anyway, um, here's a situation. New York, July 2010. This is an older article, but okay, he's calling again. Maybe he's serious. All right, you going to talk to me this time, Doug? Yeah, I'm going to try. Uh, <laughs> I, I need to go get my pharmaceuticals first, though, oh. before I try that. Yeah. Uh Sorry about that. I didn't have the. I'm talking on some earbuds, and I didn't have the one uh, eight jack plugged all the way into the phone. Oh yeah, yeah. Got to make sure they're plugged in all the way, or it won't connect. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, enjoying your show. Uh, always educational and informational. Uh, I had my two children, a boy and a girl, born in hospitals. Mm-hmm. And uh, the first one was fine. Um, the second one, um, there was um, the mother, my wife at the time, she doesn't like pain, you know. And so right. anyway, so the doctor did an episiotomy, okay? Right. And, and even then, I was already kind of a, a defender, okay? I'm there. I'm in the room, you know. Mm-hmm. And, um, I don't know what the doctor did with his scalpel, but, um, the mother started bleeding. Okay. The baby came out fine, mm-hmm. et cetera. But, you know, so they had to do something to, uh, stop the bleeding. So, you know, it's hard to say <laughs> yeah, that, uh, he was heavy handed or whatever with the scalpel. And then I have, uh, three grandchildren, uh, Two of them were born. What the first one was born here in my house, and the second was born uh, in another house in a different state. And uh, when the first was born, um, the labor was going on for a while, and I went to bed. So I got a call uh, while I, uh, my son came in and knocked on my door. And said, hey, uh, they want you downstairs, Dad. So I go downstairs, and uh, the baby's been birthed, but it's not breathing, okay? And it's blue and everything. Now, there was a midwife who I hired and a and her assistant, and um, this lady is very competent, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, they had oxygen there. They had the monitors, all the stuff there. And uh, anyway, the, the everything turned out okay, okay? And my grandson, you know, he lived um, and um, started to breathe and all this stuff. So uh, I relate 
to the AMA whole thing because um, of, of a past history that had to do with my twin sister, which I always have said and never will stop saying it, that they murdered her, they killed her, you know. Uh, it was a complicated thing. It was over a period of like two plus years, but the uh, the atrocities that took place were diabolical. Now this was at a hospital. And that, uh, yeah, they, this was all hospitals. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, so, uh, but even uh, that's what really after this happened. Uh, and during this was that this was going on with my sister, uh, it was, I started studying medicine and, uh, medical procedures and becoming aware of the AMA and, and all this stuff and, uh, this information. And so I have nothing really good to say about what I've seen over the years and, um, so, uh, I try to stay away from doctors and, uh, pharmaceuticals. I don't just try to stay away. I don't, I don't, right. I don't even know when the last time it's been a long time, uh, since I've been to a doctor or a, uh, I've, um, or taken anything, you know, I'll take over the counter, um, uh, ibuprofen if I have something going on, but, um, anyway, uh, I agree a hundred percent with, uh, everything you said there that you can't trust. It's not like this whole, uh, industry deserves any type of respect or reverent. It just isn't. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, to me, something I've taught people uh, in the past, because um, I've taught a lot of scripture, um, you know, 30 years ago, and uh, I still share some, and even going back to 40 years ago. But the um, I used to tell people that if you ever find, you know, that I've lied to you, <laughs> and that... Mm-hmm something I've taught you is wrong, then, and this was my kind of an introduction speech, okay, Mm -hmm. before I would teach whatever subject, I would tell them, then you should distrust everything I taught you. Yep. And and you should check out everything I've taught you because I was wrong. I might have not, I did, maybe I didn't, uh, well, I didn't want to be wrong, but if I'm wrong, then you really need to wake up and and check things out, which people should do anyway for themselves. But uh, just check me out and check everything I've taught you. Doesn't that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yep. And see, that's the way we're always supposed to operate. Where we, um, it's it's a um, it's a challenge and a you're putting yourself in a, as a teacher or an instructor of anything, you're putting yourself in a position where um, you, number one, are responsible for what you're teaching or instructing. And number two, uh, if, it, if it fails, if it's wrong, then you also have to bear some responsibility for that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, these people, this system, uh, and, and although you coached it nicely <laughs> about, uh, you know, how many, how many babies die in the uh, hospital? Well, you know, I have to ask my, you know, doctors have always been formed, uh, excuse me, uh, um, uh, Fonds of telling how many babies they've delivered, right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what about this woman? What about this midwife? Yeah. 
Yeah, I haven't gone to her site, but I think it would be interesting to see if there's any information out there saying how many successful deliveries she's had and how many complications and how many have died and compare that to the average MD. You know, the average obstetrician probably wouldn't have a record anywhere near as good as hers when you figure percentage-wise. You know, it's, no. it's, it's crazy. And, yeah. you know, look at look at the overall situation. I mean, look at the Amish community, which has very little to do with the standard allopathic medical community. They're some of the healthiest people out there, the longest lived in many cases. You know, their their problems come basically from they eat locally. And if there are mineral deficiencies in the in the areas where they're at, they have lots of problems as a result of that. Dr. Wallach has worked extensively with the Amish community in the uh, southeastern Pennsylvania area and helped them get beyond a lot of the health issues that their babies were being born with as a result of uh, selenium deficiencies and things like that. But, you know, when you get their nutritional deficiencies straightened out, and the fact that they, they avoid vaccinations and they, their autism rate is virtually zero. Imagine that. And uh, the, the farther you stay away from organized medicine, the healthier you are. That's a, that's a proven figure. You know, you can look at anybody, any people group that's like that. The less activity or less interaction they have with MDs, the healthier they are. And, you know, the individuals in the United States that are trying to do that should not be hindered. You know, they should be allowed to make, you know, they are allowed to make their own decisions. They just have to stand up and say, no, you're not going to tell me what I have to do. I will do it my way. You know, hit the, you know, hit the well, bricks. Leave me alone. Well, back in the 70s, uh, early 70s, when my sister was kind of uh, on her last legs, um, I picked up a book called uh, Sugar Blues. I, that's what it was called. And. It was an excellent little uh, paperback, but it went through the history of what we today call uh, uh, allopathic medicine. I don't think they used that term back right. then. I'm not sure. I don't Probably remember. Not. But but what a an excellent historical record, and what it said was that there were so many uh, herbalists. And I mean, that's how people operated, okay, uh, with uh, plant-derived minerals and, and these types of things with the knowledge, et cetera. And um, when the Roman Catholic Church came in, they just, they started authorizing these people, and they started calling them, you know, either medical doctors or something along that line, Okay. Mm -hmm. which uh, elevated them as the authority. And uh, they had no knowledge at all. Uh, and so ever since then, well, as a Bible guy, it, we're talking about pharmacia here, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Witchcraft so, and sorcery. Yep. So I, um, I talk with, uh, I have a close, brother friend that I talk with almost every day and we cover, we talk about various subjects but most of it is biblically based scripturally based and uh, every I don't have cable TV or anything I haven't had it for a long time but I have like an outside antenna so I can uh, check on the weather this kind of thing and uh, the pharmaceutical commercials are Wow. I mean, you have to, oh, yeah. uh, if you look, because the whole scheme, uh, it's a video production. And um, so, you know, it's got a beautiful husband and wife, as an example, with their beautiful children and uh, whatever the whatever the problem is, whether the father has a problem, the mother has a problem. Usually it's that it's the adult, uh, the uh the after the the side effects, I should say, which are also after effects, uh, are devastating. Okay, anybody that could listen to any one of it doesn't matter what drug it is. It's very common that one of the side effects you got a skin rash or something. One of the side effects of taking their drugs 
uh, could very well be sudden death or kidney uh, failure or liver failure or heart failure. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, it's, it is, I just, it amazes me, you know, yeah. and it's constant. This stuff is, you know, within whatever the daily thing is that the, of, of the local uh, news weather show or Good Morning America show, they're pushing drugs and the 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 visual effect of what they're pushing is how happy this person is mm-hmm. when the actual disclaimer of the side effects are like, wow, why would I want to get uh, HIV for, for trying to, um, you know, solve, uh, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> something with my ear or, uh, you know, it, it's, it's so over the top. The side effects are like you got six, eight side effects to try to solve one thing. Yeah. You know, that's the thing. Uh, so many people just, uh, they're, they're so brain dead and spoon fed that when these ads come on TV, it doesn't even affect them. And we're one of only two com- countries in the entire world. The United States and New Zealand are the only two countries where direct-to-consumer marketing of pharmaceuticals is allowed. And wow. I don't know what the deal is in New Zealand, but I know why it is here, because the drug companies have so much uh, money to wield in Congress that trying to get the legislation overturned that allows that will never happen. You know, I don't know how we can do that short of civil war or revolution, I should say. But uh, it's it's sad that uh, that kind of thing takes place. And, you know, it would be interesting to see how the uh, how the networks would function without the billions and billions of dollars of drug money that they get, you know, every month from all these uh, ads, because they are in non-election years, pharmaceutical companies are the number one source of income for the major networks. And it's, it's disgusting, but you know, you talk about the Bible and just, here's another thing, you know, there's not one positive thing that I've ever seen in the Bible about doctors, but when it comes to the midwives, that's a different story midwives are revered for doing what they're supposed to do and not doing what Caesar tells them to do. Uh, I think that's pretty cool. That brings up a question. Uh, I was talking with uh, this friend of mine yesterday and he said, what, what is a doctor? (laughs) And, uh, you know, he caught me off guard because I was like, I don't know. You know, supposedly Luke was a doctor, Mm -hmm. but uh, I don't know of any reference in the Bible that he was not that an allopathic doctor. But <laughs> uh, well, what is a what is you know doctor? Is it a doctrine? A doctor of doctrine of uh, some particular uh, field? You know, well, one of the things that um, if have you ever seen the movie Patch Adams with Robin Williams? I if don't you haven't, so. that's a good movie to watch. It's pretty interesting. But in, in that movie, he basically, he finds himself being charged with practicing medicine without a license. And in his own defense, he gets up and says, what is a doctor? A trusted and learned friend who gives you advice. You know, that's basically what a doctor, you know, that's what it was years and years and years ago. It wasn't until the last hundred years or so when they actually had these so-called certifications and training uh you know, everything. Of course, you had, you had medical schools at first, and you would get a diploma. But from that point on, you just went out and did your thing. You know, you didn't have state boards and that kind of junk to do, and you didn't have state certifications. You just went to school, whether it's, you know, through a, a college-level thing or an apprenticeship or whatever it was. And then you basically developed a clientele based on word of mouth. If you treated someone and they got better and they liked it they would keep coming back to you if you did something stupid then they would not come to you and that's the way it should be but this garbage of being forced into a mold where you have to do this type of training only and you have to be tested for this and this and this and this when and then allowed to go out you know the thing that the, the, the problem i have with mds is not you know i i i respect mds from the standpoint yes they got great training and stuff 
But the problem is, is they're selling their wares for things they're not qualified for. You know, if a if an auto mechanic who's certified in Mercedes Benz uh, goes out and starts working on, um, you know, Chevys, whatnot, you know, he might be able to do okay because they're similar. But if he starts working then on, um, you know, maybe I shouldn't have gone with that. Let's just say, let's just no, say a veterinarian a working on on humans. You know, you can do that yeah. because they are very similar. And for the most part, right. there's some differences, but, you know, Dr. Wallach, he started out as a veterinarian, and when the MDs wouldn't listen to him, he decided to go back and become a naturopath and apply his veterinary treatments to people. And the rumor was, or the saying was, if you don't like what your doctor's doing, go to Wallach, he'll treat you like a dog, but you'll get better. And, you know, it's because he learned the things that, based on experience and through research, not through drug company certified courses <laughs> you know but the thing is is they're trained in drugs and surgery they should only be allowed to function in that realm which is basically trauma cases and acute situations they sh it should be illegal for them to deal with chronic health issues because drugs don't treat those things they only manage symptoms and they're worse for you than the the disease itself nine times out of ten well especially well, when there the are very when there's disciplines out there that know how to make things go away, how to cure you of those things, those people should be well, the, the ones that are revered for that kind of treatment. The very definition of allopathy has nothing to do with curing anything. Right. It's they all just oppose treatment. disease. And they do it from yeah, a well, uh, reductionistic standpoint where they think they break the body down into individual parts. And there's a drug for this, a drug for this, a drug for this, a drug for this, a drug for this. And then you got to have another drug for the side effects of all those other drugs. And none of them ever cure well, anything. Right. That, the way I um, understand it is they're treating the symptoms and not the root cause. They're managing the symptoms. They're not treating them because it's, even the symptoms never go away. They basically are masked because they are poisoning they biochemical worse. pathways in the body with drugs. And the thing is, you yeah. know, Dr. Kurt Donsbaugh, who's a guy that used to work with Dr. Wallach years ago. He had a place in Mexico called Hospital Santa Monica. And his thing was, I will not give you a medicine when you are well that would to make you, you know, when you are sick to make you well, that if given when you were well would make you sick. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's wow. exactly what? what allopath MDs do. It does. You know, that's, that's why they're controlled does. substances. Yeah. That's why you have to go to a pharmacist and it has to be because if you take those things when you're well, they'll make you sick. So why on earth, if you're sick, would, would, would the thing make you well? It won't. It just masks the symptoms. Wow, what a wise, what a wise statement. I'll yeah. remember that one. Yeah. I wow. mean, he was a brilliant man. That's big. And like I said, he yeah. and Wallach worked together and they developed some really cool nutritional supplements. Uh, some of them are still, you know, our mainstays of the longevity line now. Um, and basically are phenomenal products, but that's all done through research and they had to do it in Mexico because they couldn't do it in the U S in many cases. It's sad. And, uh, I'll tell you what, it's, it's just, you know, that's why when, you know, when I see these kind of things done, I look at it from the standpoint, they're going after this midwife to make an example out of her. Just like the tax people go after people, you know, right before tax season, so they can get everybody else in line. It's all about control. When the state when medical board is pro-abortion, why on earth do they care if this baby died? They don't. They only care because they didn't get to kill it. That's what it boils down right. to. And make the, and might make the money off of the body parts. I exactly. mean, I know it sounds and make money off the family in the process. You know, you didn't come of to course. our hospital where we could make money off of you, so we're going to demonize the people that made that possible. That's just like the FDA will go after anybody that comes up with a real cure for cancer, which has been done numerous times. <laughs> they will go after them like crazy because there's, you know, oh, yeah. it's competition. Or, you know, or if, an engine that gets 100 miles to a gallon. Yeah, if, if know, we, had a, if we actually had a... Uh, level playing field of medicine in this country. MD, you know, corner MD doctors' offices would be closed and out of business within five years, because when they people started going to places like naturopaths and homeopaths that actually got results, they would stop going to their MD. 
you know, and would only go there when they had an emergency, like a broken bone or something, that they're actually qualified to treat. And that's why they have to keep such control on the people and keep them brain-dead, spoon-fed, brainwashed, whatever the term you want. Make them think that when you're sick, you have to go to the MD. You can go to MDA, MDB, MDC as long as it's MD somebody. And that keeps you inside our system where we make money off of you and keep you under our control. That's what it's all about. And it's sad. You know, it's, it's just really sad. And the court system is just wrapped all around it, too. You know, doctor walks in, and he's genuflected, too, and given the greatest of respect by the court, even though he doesn't know what he's talking about. Just like, in the, you know, most of the time, the, the lawyers don't know what they're talking about. They don't know law. They only know procedure. You know, it's sad. But I did want to cut, cut something. I got a com, uh, comment here from Carl in the chat room. Uh, so we've been using uh, Stem Enhance Ultra from Cerule for a little less than two weeks. Uh, his wife's joints are feeling better, much better. Uh, the first week they were only taking it once a day, which would be two capsules a day. Then they both went to two capsules twice a day, and we both feel much better. Tell us your results. And I'm, my results are basically the same as yours. My joints feel better. I'm sleeping better. Um, everything. You know, I, when I sit doing these shows, by the time I'm done, when I stand up, my legs are stiff, and I have to, you know, get them loosened up. And now I don't have that. I can get up and just walk right away. It's amazing. Same thing if I get up in the middle of the night for something i got to stand there for a second, and especially my right leg, I have to get it going so it can hold me up. And now I can get up and walk, and uh, it's getting better and better and better. Going up and down stairs is much easier. Um, it's, it's amazing. This stuff works. Um, and hmm. uh, generally speaking, yeah. it, it takes about a month or so before this stuff really kicks in. And to be getting the results we're getting in the first you know two weeks, because I've been taking it just over two weeks now, two weeks and two days. And I'll tell you what, phenomenal product. And the best part is it's relatively inexpensive. You know, a bottle is only $79 at retail. And if you become a distributor, which I recommend just because that's the only way to get wholesale pricing, uh, even if you don't sell it to other people, you, you sign up, you put in your Social Security number. If you don't get a bunch of bonuses, that number gets doesn't get used for anything anyway. And um, you basically buy the products at wholesale. And right now, to the end of the month, they've got a half-off special where you can get starter packs for half the normal price, and that's a phenomenal deal. And I'll tell you what, I've made twice as much as I put into it in just the first two and a half, three weeks. So, um, you know, it's wow. a great product, a great business opportunity. And that's STEM in here. Yeah, if you correct? go to you can go to midohiostemcell.com. That's my website, midohiostemcell.com. And that has all kinds of information there. There's a video um, from uh, Bill Still, the guy that did, um, uh, what's his, uh, what was that thing called, um, Secret of Oz. But his main thing back in the 80s was he was a medical um, researcher and uh, medical breakthroughs, you know, things that, the new products and stuff like that. And he was one of the top people doing that stuff for 20, 30 years. And in all that time, this is the only product he's ever got on board and supported and endorsed. And his hmm. testimony is right up there with what we've experienced. And there's also, at the bottom of that page, the uh, midohiostemcell.com, at the bottom of the page, there is a uh, YouTube link for a playlist that I put together of a whole bunch of people with testimonies about different things. Parkinson's, um, MS, uh, all kinds of stuff that people have, you know, basically reversed. And it's not that these things are treating it. Again, this is just something that enhances your body's ability to release its own stem cells. So instead of having to go out and pay thousands of dollars for stem cell therapy, you can get basically the same results in privacy and comfort of your own home for a fraction of the cost. And I'll tell you what. From what I've seen in the first two weeks, I'm expecting really, really great stuff, and I think that's going to be the case. Well, Doug, thanks so much for calling in. Sorry, we're out of time. If you want, call back tomorrow. But uh, stand by for more great programming here on People's Patriot Network. Take care of your bodies because it's the only place you have to live. We'll see you soon. God bless.